Welcome. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. And that can only mean one thing. Yes, you're on the wrap up with Team Superdad. It's great to have you here. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Team Superdad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Superdad. Hey, welcome. Yes, it is Friday. And yes, this is the Team Superdad wrap up. If you know us, then great to have you back. If you've just seen me the first time, then uh, welcome. Good day. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. And all that sort of good stuff. This is the thing we do for our Team Superdad friends, family and members all around the world. It's a wrap up to celebrate the end of the week to talk some crap dad style, bloke style, uh, in a quintessentially British way, chaps. And actually, no, that doesn't mean posh voices. That means uh, ripping the shit out of each other, uh, talking about topical items in a perhaps slightly inappropriate way and generally having a few laughs about what's gone down this week. And uh, I can't do that on my own. So um, let's bring in my regular co-host, Mr. Glenjamin. I am hurt absolutely appalled and i'm i'm distraught posh voice are you trying to tell me i ain't got a posh voice <laughs> may this is this is my proper talking voice and everything well i said quintessentially british i for a second there i thought some of our uh, our um, transatlantic friends might have had visions of of uh, of of harry potter the, well no even worse than that the the, uh, the crown crown or that place with the big house and the old oh, uh, downtown abbey downtown abbey yeah downtown abbey yeah I'm, a... I'm, I'm always going to be a below stairs person let's be honest and that's just because i look like a troll you're you're one of the guys that knocked on the door and brought in like the the farm stuff master would you want your food master the dead... that sort of shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, grouse and a, a... Yeah, I'm a beater. I'm a, I'm a beater. I'm going. I go out and I, for want of a better phrase, I bash the bush. It's <laughs> <laughs> Glenn bashing the bush. Good. Sorry, I've thrown you off your rhythm. Well, <laughs> uh, I got sent a, uh, a a WhatsApp video today of a uh, a lady golfer. Uh, it was on Sky Sports, and um, and 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 it said, and it's like you know, because golf's all kind of quiet and. The mm-hmm. Yes, she's approaching the ball, and oh, then he goes, oh, she shaved a few too many holes today. <laughs> oh, not mate, days. I mean, you can't you can't foresee every single line that a commentator might might actually say, but someone's got to just have a have a word. <laughs> yeah, but it could be. You know, it's it's like a checklist, isn't it? So on the one hand, they're playing, you know, golf commentary bingo. Uh, and on the other hand, he's just come straight over from the men's game with his normal, with his normal, uh, you know, golf related, you know, oh, nearly missed the putt there. Uh, and no, oh, that's not, the, she shaved it. <laughs> and the thing that cracked me up most was that me and the, and the, and the scallies, the group's called the scallies. Uh, by by virtue of the four uh, scousers that are in there, and, uh, and <laughs> it's just just good honest tittering at uh, as a ridiculous uh, uh, line. Did you ever hear that old old cricket one? 
um, and the batsman's holding the bowler's willy. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a bit of cricket. See, TMS is going to be one of those things that I just, if ever you want to say what is true Britishness, test match special, being able to talk for five days about cricket and still be able to come up with new stories. Oh, this is over five tests as well. It's just, it's a work of pure genius. That is my one of my dream jobs. Well, and especially that old school one, you know, listening on on on, on what it, as it was, Radio 4, and just, you know, I didn't even like cricket that much, to be honest, at all, to be fair. But I could always listen to a bit of Test Match Special because they're just goofing off, titting, like, <laughs> it's a bit like baseball commentary, isn't it? Like, like Brockmire, there's, <laughs> in, in, among some chit chat about cricket there's just uh, just general good time for a few hours about topical matters that pop to mind yeah mm-hmm. uh so glenn it's, it's well i tell you what just let's do a little bit more of an intro for people that don't know what the hell we're doing here this is the wrap-up this is what we do at the end of the week uh as if we're in the pub glenn's got a glass of wine there i've actually got a coffee I have. I've got one because I'm celebrating, Johnny. I've, I've won another contract today. Um, put it together in four days. And uh, yeah, that's another half a million pounds worth of work, which will keep our team going for another little bit. I'm really, really, really pleased. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, nice, it's a nice way to start a bank holiday weekend, isn't it? It is. And I made a note in my, in my running order about uh about bank holiday weekends uh <laughs> listen we'll come on to that in one second right because i do want to talk about that uh it's the wrap up we talk about stuff from the end of the week uh, if you're listening if you're watching share uh click the bell leave us a review be nice you know uh and and, and spread the love uh glenn and i are actually got a, we've got a, we're gonna get all serious we've got a planning session coming up to uh to grow the uh to grow the wrap up to bring more people in we've realized that actually it does take a fair amount of time energy and effort and if <laughs> if the audience doesn't keep growing and going up then what the hell is 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 the point of it all basically so uh so yeah with all seriousness uh, if you love us then then give some love by sharing the wrap up with uh, people in your world uh, it would be much appreciated it doesn't make your enjoyment any less either it's one of those weird things which is it, it kind of it, it's compound interest the more people listen the more enjoyable it will be for you. And and how cool will it be for you be, to be able to point to other people and say, you know what? I was in there first. You see that show? I introduced you to that. Getting there now at the ground level. This is a pyramid scheme without any payments. Just just be, be the influencer. Influence your friends and be a bad, I mean, good influence. We could get some car stickers. Like, you remember back in the 80s, the Chad. Or like bumper stickers. No, yeah, man. Let's get some bumper stickers going. But do you remember the chat? You might not even, I don't even know. If you're oh, wait. I saw the, are these things you, with um, like uh, names above like the passenger seat. No, that, <laughs> that was like a, like furry Dyson and window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, I remember chat. I'm from North London, so it counts. Ad, right. Was a was was like some kind of 80s graffiti thing with a nose. Oh, with, with the nose. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I've read about it on the internet. There it is. Let's bring a little picture in for for those people that are watching live. And we love you. You're our favourites. I mean, podcast listeners, you know, you're great as well. But if you watch live, you're you're you're. I love you. I've got to share the screen. Where the hell did the Chad come from? Glenn, do your normal uh, ask Google whilst I'm doing this and see if we can find out where the Chad came from. Oi, Google. 
Listeners, watchers, who knows where the flipping Chad came from? Because I can't even see that now. What's going on? Let's move that over there. Um, where? What is the bloody Chad? I don't know. Eighties drawings that are a massive part of my life. Blimey! Yeah. So we get some get some bumper stickers going. Get some Chad going. Where are we? And then we can be like, I was there in the beginning. There he is. There's the Chad. There's the Chad. So, uh, yeah. So for those, imagine imagine someone poking their hands over a fence or over a wall with a massive dong of a nose, just kind of leaning over. Um, and yeah, that for some reason was was Chad. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's also really innocent. In today's world, it would have a massive like bell end on the end and a pair of bollocks and and and, and some swear words. It was like, Let's oh, be it- honest, it had that when we were growing up as well. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that meme? Right, it's a it's a it's like a like a doctor's survey, uh, and the question is something like, um, uh, "Do you feel uh, mature?" Like you know, I, 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 are you- <laughs> And then in the checkbox, it's someone's drawn a cock and balls. (laughs) (laughs) In the no, in the no checkbox, (laughs) it's just a cock and balls. I'll tell you what about feeling old and mature. I've booked my COVID test because I'm over 40, I'm 40 years old. So I'm in that next bracket. And when I was trying, I I put it on, we've got a little um, school class that we all kind of got back in touch with each other. Um, And when I was pointing pointing at how old we are so we can do it, I realised the time between now and me leaving school is less than the time between me starting school and the fucking moon landings. So from Neil Armstrong walking on the moon to me being born, no, me starting school, not even being born, me starting school is closer than me leaving school and now. And I I, I don't think a fact has made me feel as old in my life. Uh, Yeah. They, those those things just keep hitting us now. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. You talk about a song and you go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was 30 years ago. Yeah, we're, we're closer to 2050 than 1990. I just, I refuse to acknowledge these facts. Yeah, man. It's um, um, uh, Jack Your Body, which you, you're not into your uh, early house music, but Jack Your Body is like one of the quintessential, early, I've used that word twice in one show now. What a wanker. Um <laughs> That's not wankery. We love a bit of quintessence. In fact, talk, talking about wankery, I actually asked on Twitter this week, and I won't say wankery because, so I, I'm aware that I come from working class roots. You know, I come from a world where we didn't have carpet or curtains, where you'd, you'd learn which people to open the door to and which people were debt collectors. You'd, you'd, you'd basically negotiate with a corner shop on <laughs> Genuine, you negotiate with a corner shop to say, look, mum gets paid next Thursday. Can we have a loaf of bread and we'll pay you back then? That's the world I came from. Now I'm in a world where my kids have got a preferred brand of brioche. You know, we've got, we're so middle class, it hurts. And I asked on Twitter, what, it's kind of quintessential middle class this. What low key middle class thing do you own? What's the most low key middle class thing that you own is? And the answers are astonishing. So before I go into them, about you, in terms of low key middle class thing, what quintessentially middle class thing do you own? Fact, right? Because I could make some up. I've got some ideas of that. But fact, I've got a device that you can cut a pineapple with and it turns it into chunks uh, oh in, that's nice uh, well you know you screw it down and then it pulls the middle of the pineapple out and then you pull the put the thing down on top of it and it cuts it ka sort of noise 
Well, no, it more like squ- like a pushy, squelchy. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I see. I, it came out of something that um, I, I was talking about, and I realised in my mind, having a butter dish and matching tea towels—that's middle class. Because I grew up without that shit. And some of the things that I mean, that someone's put, they've got a pestle and mortar, um, homemade crumpet rings, uh, butter knives, coffee makers. I think my favorite was they said, um, I'm not going to say that my shoehorn makes me middle class, but my travel shoehorn maybe <laughs> probably does. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love it. Because middle, I mean, class for me is one of those, I, I'm aware it's a chip on my shoulder. It always will be. Um, but I'm, I know I'm middle class. I know I've worked my way into this sort of thing. Um, and so knowing that I've got a ginger grater and some, uh, someone said that, yeah, yeah. Ginger, oh, fridge, uh, a particular fridge holder, like a thing for your avocado to go in the, it's, and of course it's avocado uh, shaped, uh, and it goes in the fridge. Yeah. Good to keep your avocado fresh. Yeah. Spiralizers, barber jackets. People think barber jackets, <laughs> <laughs> and this, I mean, I'm actually quite worried about how many of these things I've got. But I've genuinely got, I've genuinely got a barber jacket. And I turned up when I was going out with mates, and as 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 we kind of they saw it, and I was like, "Oh, you got a new jacket? That must be some one of those, uh, those those really good barber ripoffs." Because people can't accept that I'm now not a ripoff person. Yeah, because you're in North London, Wolfram's Oakies, yeah, but or East London, yeah. Um, yeah, but I tell you what, though, if you if you're from Kent, you're a Kent geezer. Then barber is, you know, pretty associated with scary um, pikeys, basically. Oh well, that suits uh, me down to the ground, then, doesn't it? <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty sure that right now, if you wanted to buy a dog, I could buy. I, I get your dog. I know, but that's that shit's real around here. You know, in uh, when you're driving into Maidstone from your neck of the woods, there's that big roundabout at the motorway junction. Yes, I know it very well with the big fence next to it. Yeah, and weirdly, there's a sign there that says it's a police sign, right? And it's mm-hmm. somewhere like the police motorway cars kind of hang out before racing down the motorway. But fifty yards further on from that is a is a like an infamous uh, pikey uh, caravan thing. Traveller like, travel caravan thing. Where you literally take your life into your own hands by, by going on there. Um, not, not because, only because you're an outsider, right? <laughs> like, so there's quite a lot of that around, around Kent, you know? And it's, it's really hard because I, I would, I know I'm, I'm kind of, I, I'm, I, feel, I feel like I'm a modern man. But having, I, I'm going to have to fight against the, uh, did you ever watch the, my big fat gypsy wedding? Yeah. And that, 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 that gave me these, these irrational fears that if my daughter came home and said, yeah, uh, or my son came home and said, I'm dating a traveller, I would have all these irrational fears about all the things that were kind of insinuated within those series. I've got no reason to believe they're true, but I've also got no reason to believe they're not true. And we've got such an ingrained fear of, of travellers, which is mad because my family's Hungarian. was probably gypsy Romany blood in me left, right and centre. Yet, yet. I've kind of been indoctrinated in this society where travellers are scary and I genuinely feel a little bit scared. Well, yeah. And in fairness, and not at the risk of putting my life in danger by saying anything too negative against them. I, I know a fair few people who, who work at the leisure centre. Yeah. So 
when you have like what happens is that occasionally a, a big gang of them turn up and take over a couple of fields around you know around maidstone then they all go to moat park on a saturday and it is quite scary and then the, the women that run there said yeah they just literally strip the place like the like the coffee bar the sandwich thing the machines the, the you know it just by the time they're done a week later the, 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 they've got to rebuild the place and this this, this is this one of the there's kind of different routes you've got you've got travelers who actually they they're, they're travelers in name and culture but not they don't travel they stay in a place and then you've got the travelers who just go through and go through and go through and no matter how much those travelers who stay there might want to retain their culture and so on and their their history and heritage but also want to be part of a wider society in some way um then you've got these other people bleed breeze through that just just trash it for them. They just <laughs> make stuff. That's what I want to know. I would love to sit down with some travellers and say, I'm not being funny, right? But you do know you nick stuff, right? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then there we go. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, no, no, we don't. Or, well, yeah, actually, yeah, we, sorry about that. But yeah, we do. Like, I don't know. But I, I guess that we're in the same thing of, of like, we, kind of, we can say it, but you can't. And, you know, we don't, but we know other people do. Just, just like, if I'm, as as a as a for what a better phrase a Cockney, if I went up to Birmingham or Manchester yeah, or, yeah, 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 or the North, they would say exactly you're a fucking you, you think you're some sort yeah. of geezer, don't you? You're all fucking tea leaves yeah. and extenders wannabes. Well, I, I virtually did it, even though I was only in Stafford for uni. I was the own. There was there was one other Southerner there, right? One, and and I mean that. I don't even like taking the piss. I literally was right. And I've told you this story before about day one when I said, oh, yeah, hello, hello, my name's JJ. And they're like, what the, <laughs> who the fuck's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, let me try that again. <laughs> Johnny, does that work any better? Yeah, okay, good. Uh, yeah. And it, but I, I find the further away from home I get, the bigger home gets. So when I'm in, when I'm like in Walthamstow, now I know, I know we live in Kent and so on, but I will forever be a Walthamstow boy. And so for me, Walthamstow so is home. And so when you're talking about Newham, you had a fucking weird in Newham. When you're talking about, um, I know Hackney, the fucking weird in Hackney. Yeah. Come out of London. If I go up to Manchester, actually, you know what? All of London, they're my people. They're my brothers. And so when they're going on about London, I'll defend London. Go up to Scotland. All of England becomes my people. And I'll defend us. Go out into any any kind of European country. All of Britain becomes my people. Go out to fucking China and so on. Then Europe becomes my country. It's so weird how our our, our sense of ownership and, and who we are expands or contracts on a constant basis. Yeah. Did you, you know, like, the, you know, the European Super League meltdown the other week? Oh, yes. We talked and then about they were talking week. about bringing Celtic and... Rangers. Oh, into the British yeah, Super League. Uh, what a right? So, so they had this this Scottish guy rang up. Yeah, he was brilliant. I, I'm not going to attempt to do a Scottish accent, right? But oh, please do, please do. <laughs> He's like, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed hello there, it. Everyone. It's Jocker here. <laughs> hello there. Uh, he goes. He said. Uh, he goes. Well, you you can you can come up here if you want. He says, but. I go, I've got to be honest, it's like a blood flipping fest when, you know, you've got a load of, load of English dudes turn up in Glasgow. He says, it's just a field day. 
We can't help ourselves. And 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 the and the and the Jim White is like going, oh uh, yeah, uh, well uh, you know not everyone uh, is a is a hooligan. Uh, you know, well you know football's come a long way. And he goes, maybe, but we're <laughs> I nearly well, I can swear, can't I? But he can't swear. He goes, uh, he goes, maybe, but we love a fight. Oh man, yeah, well. In the realms of, of, uh, of continental divides and wondering what people get up to, uh, Glenn, it occurred to me this week, and I don't know why this thought popped into my head. What, what does Donald Trump do now? Like, like what, is he, what is he up to? What, or, 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 uh, or, other, or other former global leaders? Like, like, how do you suddenly go from having the, the big red button to destroy the world and, and, and a phone you can ring up and, and abuse Putin on and, you know, and, 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 and then, and then, and then you just sat in a hot tub having crumpets at, at night, got nothing better to do. <laughs> so just, I, t- I tell you what, I, when, uh, this, this has a point, bear with me. When I moved from London to Kent after about six months, I just felt myself, I, I stopped, I literally stopped in the street and thought, fuck me. I'm, I'm not looking around the corner and, and wondering if someone's going to jump out at me. I'm not wondering where the bush is. I'm not looking at my exit points. I'm not, I walk differently because I'm not like worrying about if anyone's going to have a go at me and I need to project in an authority. I've relaxed. Now, hasn't it felt relaxing on social media and in the media without Donald Trump over the I last know. few months? It's, it's been nice. so nice. So good. But it's also made it so blatantly obvious and weird, like how he spent four years just pumping, pumping the global Twitter sphere and social media and the media just with random comments throughout the day about what he was up to and who he didn't like that day. It's amazing. His last one that I noticed was he had a rant at the Oscars. <laughs> That's all he's got left now. <laughs> it's mad. Absolutely mad. So he had a go at him saying, um, it used to be called the Academy Awards and now it's called the Oscars, a far less important and elegant name, had a go at um basically said, go back 15 years, uh, change it back to the Academy Awards, don't be so politically correct. As if politically correct is a fucking bad thing. No, but, no, but, no, but he's, what he's basically saying in there is um all these all these giving awards to black filmmakers. <laughs> exactly. That's fine. Be a bit racist. Be a bit sexist. You know what? We want more people like me. God. Bring, bring back Bring back a great host. Hasn't Neil Patrick Harris hosted it a few times? <laughs> who is one of the greatest hosts in history? Um, it's just, yeah, he's going on about, yeah, prom- all these uh, television people spend all their time thinking about how to promote the Democrat Party. Yeah, because that's what the Oscars is all about. It's all about knocking down conservatives and pro, uh, pro-life people. Oh, fuck you, yeah. Neil. This this uh, cover of film interest is just a wild ruse. <laughs> it's just, br- but it, in some way, it's it's nice to have him back. I know, but that's all he's got. He's like, I need something big. Uh, what, what's on this week? What can I? What, what's on? What's big? Oh, well, uh, the Academy Awards are on, darling. Right, I'm going after them. <laughs> yeah, let's make them more racist. I mean, great again. All these black people making films as if they're any good. What are you talking about? Christ. Uh, but in some, it's so nice. And I hate it. I hate that it exists. But I like the fact that he really is. You know, do you remember when um, you went to the dentist and you had to chew that tablet and it showed up all the plaque yeah. on your teeth? Yeah. Donald Trump is the 
plaque shower upper of the racist world because it, it allows you know as soon as he says something it will bring out the racists it will say that so you can identify them and you can fucking scrub the shit out of them off your face because you don't want them anywhere near your life do you it's crazy but i just imagine like what's he doing this what's he, like buttering a piece of toast you know he's like fucking fucking putin <laughs> <laughs> no no he's not fucking putin he's like putin tell me how i'm meant to be doing this please <laughs> Oh, my old friend, I miss you. He's, made, he's just signed himself up for like ever now, isn't he, Putin? Yeah, they've even they've stopped even pretending about elections. Let's be honest. He's he's basically king and emperor. <laughs> it's only a small country anyway. That's, that's, that's how he gets away with it. It's because it's such a small country. <laughs> yeah, only the bits that count. Yeah. How many people in Russia? 200 million? I don't know. Probably, probably more that? than there are in Bolton. Probably. I don't know how dense well, it is. But in a fight, I'd still take anyone from Bolton over anyone from Russia. I mean, literally anyone. You show me a Bolton housewife, she will kill any <laughs> Russian SAS equivalent. I don't care. She'd give her handbag. She'll fucking smash the shit out of them. That's what they should do. The, the, the new army, they should do it by region. Like, so the, the Bolton wives, you know, uh, uh, the Kent Diddycoys, you know. The... <laughs> <laughs> so these just battalions of... Of, yeah. Would you go up against them? I wouldn't go up against them. Bolton Wise versus the Kent Diddycoys. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sticking on the sidelines for that one. I'm uh, for for to to buy into the American thing. I'm I'm metaphorically pleading the fifth. He's taking the fifth. Oh, Andy Arter says there's 170 million in Russia. Oh, he believes. If you could get the uh, uh, confirmation that Andy, that'd be great. <laughs> we'll take a rough estimate, Andy. Thank you very much. Well, actually. Yeah. Is that pre or post COVID though? Ah, what well, it's for pre or post Putin's decision after watching TV tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying that because because COVID's COVID's obviously a big thing, and I, um, unlike some of the uh, and yeah, I'm I'm not a fa- I'll be honest, I'm not a massive fan of Brexit, but we've managed to roll out our vaccinations pretty well, and we've now reached a stage where over forties can get their vaccinations. And I am 40, so I've booked my vaccination. Oh, Glenn, I'm excited for you. So it's a good, good example to set others. I, I I had mine done a few weeks ago. And uh, I tell you, my, my, my aunt and uncle, who are grandma and grandpa figures to my to the junior Jays, they got theirs done tonight, right? So they put on the family WhatsApp group, uh, just had our second jabs done. Uh, Friday night, feels like we're, uh, feels like we're lying at the queue in for a club and uh and, and i was like oh <laughs> friday night queuing for a club getting getting some of the latest drugs you're in for a good one <laughs> 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 i think it went over their head a little bit but uh, in, in my mind i was i was thinking of them just I'll tell you what, if you walked into a COVID te- like vaccination centre and there was house music on, now, I, no one would, it'd be fine. Everyone would love it. Because I love when you give blood. The music there is so good. I don't know what radio stations they choose, but it's always so good. So they just, just keep that going for the vaccination thing. Because they want the blood to pump. Oh, by the way, I got my Thriver results back. Thriver, um, is that like Grinder? A home health test. I did a... Uh, I, I had to squeeze the blood out of my fingers into a small test tube, sent it off to them, and they sent me back told whether I was healthy or not. Are you dead? Uh, (laughs) Guess what? I'm really healthy. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, Mr. Triathlon. 
Uh, oh, uh, confirmation from Andy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, latest update on the Russian population is looks like it's just uh, 146 million. Wait a minute, wasn't it 170 odd million earlier? Is this are, are we contributing to the uh, decimation and the 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 kind of humanitarian crisis in Russia? Are we kidding Russians? I think Putin probably just annexed uh, uh, or nuked another uh, small region of of Antarctica or somewhere like that. But yeah, anyway, Thriver. Uh, I had uh, I've been interested in these like home health tests for for a while because we watched the watched the Biggest Loser USA, right? The Biggest Loser USA, one of the best TV programs. What ever. is that show about? Tell me. It's about really chronically obese people. You can't say uh, fat in America, but they are chronically fat people, and uh, then they go on the show and then they train the living shit out of them for about four months, and they just shed weight. It's like a miracle. And uh, and and the, <laughs> obviously, if you're good, you get to stay, and if you're shit, you get sent home. <laughs> like, shouldn't it be the other way around? You know, if you're losing weight, you don't need them anymore, and you, like the fat people should be like forced to I, forced to keep going. There, there is an at-home prize to keep them motivated. But uh, uh, so then, like, kind of week two, yeah, week two, they go and have a test with the doctor, and they take the bloods, and they uh, and then uh, and then they on and then episode three. They do this whole dramatized thing where they go in and they individually get their results, and they're like, "Sue, you're very overweight." Who's <laughs> 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 got one leg on each stool? You know, she's like, she's like, okay, okay, uh, what else? It's like, well, you have a metabolic age of seventy nine, and you are actually twenty eight. Oh, more tears. <laughs> uh, uh, you have got type two diabetes. Um, and uh, uh, you have uh, risk of a heart attack uh, on early onset. Uh, you know, like she's like, and so now she's just bawling. Right, she's got the kid there, the husband. <laughs> oh, I don't want to die. Oh, what do I do? Like, stop eating all those burgers. <laughs> so since then, I was like, I want to know. I want to know what's what's going on in my body. So I had Hamish Grease Grierson on the podcast. And that show is going to go out. Uh, going to go out live. The, the recording is going to go out live. If you when, want to, when you say you're on a podcast, what, what, not, what not podcast live. are we talking about? The Team Superdad podcast. We Team Superdad do a podcast. Yes, we do a midweek episode of the Team Superdad podcast. Glenn, thanks for asking. Where and can I get this? You can get it on your any of the, your favorite uh, podcast uh, platforms, or uh, or you can watch it live on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, well, no longer Twitter. Thanks, Periscope. You can watch it on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn. But, uh, yeah, Hamish is a dude, right? He is just kind of clever, kind of just... Kind of clever? I mean, that doesn't sound like a massive... No, 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 he's not like a a mega egghead, like, you know, uh, um, um, health person. Like, it's not a doctor-like type thing. He just creates businesses... And this one's just really going well. When he was younger, him and his brother were like, they had a look at this whole ski thing. He's like, you can go and do a really plush Aspen type, mega luxurious villa, ski lodge, you know, or you can go rough and ready in 18 to 30s and party every night. He's I was like, where's the middle ground? Where's the nice ski chalet with the party? So him and his brother created a, a ski company called Ski Neon. And it's basically like... Um, like young professionals ski park. wait wait 
Sorry, that. young. How, define young. Because oh, like, so you've got to be an adult for the bloody thing, like 28 to, 28 to 35. Fuck. Oh, man, that sounded cool. I was absolutely going to be Googling the shit out of that and booking them. You probably can. Anyway, so he did that for a while. Then he has this idea about starting up this, like, you know, it's a tech business, basically, because it's making health accessible to the masses. And so you, you, they send you the kit. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, so I get the, I get the kit. I've got pictures of it. And, it, and, you, and you have to prick your finger. So there's Johnny Big Balls all gung ho. I'm saying to, to, uh, to the girlfriend, um, oh yeah, it'll be fine. I'll just do it and squeeze. She goes, no, it's like, it's, it's hard. You like, uh, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I cut my finger washing up and the thing bleeds for Britain. Like, it's gonna be- <laughs> so, no, so, so I, I, I prick the finger and you have to like, you have to kind of milk your finger. You have to squeeze the blood out. Like when, like when you give him blood and they do the prick test at the start for the iron bit. Yeah. But the bloody thing heals up as quick as anything. I, I was literally milking my hand to You're get fucking Wolverine. Jesus. I got, I could, I struggled to fill the tiny little, little vials with, with blood. And we're talking like, um, 600, whatever, not milliliters, obviously like 600, whatever less than milliliters it was literally it was tinsy but it's still i t- love the idea of, of your your girlfriend patricia coming at you with a knife saying it's for the test yeah. it's for the test i'm gonna stab you ken when i got down to the last finger pricker i just thought to myself if this doesn't work i'm just gonna get you know that flipping knife that i always cut myself on when i cut the meat i'm just gonna get that one out and <laughs> pretend i'm washing up and cut, cut my finger so i got the results back it's all good all good for me this whole thing it's not about fat shaming at all it's about health shaming um and i i that may like totally derail my future political career um but health is a big thing health is a huge huge thing and those who are massively obese are not as healthy. I'm, I'm okay to put my, my kind of name to that statement. Those who are morbidly obese are not as healthy as they could possibly be. Um, if they choose to live that life, that's fine, but they're not going to live as long. They're not going to live as happy as open lives as those who are more healthy. Yeah. It's a tough one. Cause if you give people vouchers for the NHS and they're really unhealthy, then, you know, and they're all then be like flipping coupon, uh, ration coupons in the war, you'd be trading, health vouchers yeah. with, but I'll, I'll be quids in because well i still fear that i may ironically enough get bowel cancer or something like that after being this healthy for so long but but you're doing you're controlling the things you can control i, I always want to control what i can control influence what i can't control and accept what i can't influence so i can control a few things i can influence my health i can accept that i'm never going to be arnold schwarzenegger levels of beef swole it's just not going to happen. It's just, I'm never going to do that. So I can accept that, but I got to, I have to get a little bit better at influencing my health because I don't think I'm, I'm not unhealthy. I know this, my heart rate's okay. I can, I do 5k in about, I don't know, 26 minutes or so. I'm not unhealthy, but I know I could be healthier. I just do. I just can't be asked. I like drinking wine and eating jerky too much. Yeah. Well, Bad news for you, Glenn. I am going to challenge you uh, in, into getting a bit fitter. Challenge. I, I mean, this is, this is where I, I hate my competitive personality <laughs> because if you'd said I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna um, ask you to do this, I'm gonna put this forward. That's one thing. But as soon as 
as soon as the word challenge or kind of if as soon as someone gets the idea that i can't do something i want to prove i can so there are a few remaining places left on the uh dirty rotten scramblers it's at whole park on june the 26th what is dirty rotten i've literally never heard of dirty rotten scramblers i've been called dirty rotten a lot of stuff but not a scrambler it's a it's a the actual distance is 10k there is a shorter one but i might have to mock you if you go for the shorter one uh and it's an off it's a it's a it's an obstacle course it's it's muddy and it's wet and it's runny and it's 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 kind of so silly. it's like a tough mudder it's a it's exactly it is a tough mudder except it's run by um by tough runner and it's called dirty rotten's no no not run by tough runner it's called dirty rotten scramblers it's a whole part which is like lo- which is local to us so when, when is it June 26th. June 26th. I mean, what, is this something I've got to sign up to do? Yes, yeah, £28. You're in. And it, it's is it a race? Because I, I feel I feel like, te- I mean, when I did my, I've done, I've done one 10K thing in my life. I, I've, to be honest, I, I forgot about it until a day before and then kind of turned up and I did, t- I did my, it was just a run. I'm not talking about the, the muddy bits. But my run was, I said, look, it'll be embarrassing if I was much more than now. I did it in 55 minutes. Okay. So Glenn, you're in, you're in. And we're going to do, a, we're going to do the dirty rotten. I'm going to bring it up on the screen. So our, our viewers can see dirty rotten. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the girlfriend is in whole park estate. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I've clicked on interested on Facebook already now. Yeah, but they're going to run out of, uh, of, uh, places you need to go and book. If you go to active.com, uh, you can book on um, active.com and book on the Dirty Rotten Scrambler at Hull Park. Right. I'm, I'm, I've literally clicked on there as we speak. Uh, we've, got, we've got a few Team Super Dads actually doing it. Uh, Paul, Athos, now Glenn, any other Team Super Dad crew who want to come and do it with us? Uh, I'm going to post a link on the thing now. Andy, can we get Andy down there? 26th of June. 20, oh, bollocks. Oh, that's really annoying. That really fucking annoys me. You know, I have my kids week on, week off. And so one week I've got them with me. And I've got, I'm, I'm on my own, so I've not got anyone to watch them while I've got, while I've, <laughs> while I'm, I'm a parent. You know, that's, that's, that's the first thing in my life. And really <laughs> annoyingly, on the 26th of June, I have not got my kids. <laughs> Oh, so that excuse just fell out of your ass there. Plus, my uh, the junior Jays are going to be with me anyway. So, um, look, I've just posted the link. If you're watching the live stream, you've just put, <laughs> as if you can copy that down. But if actually, it will be in the chat on uh, on on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch. It'll be in the chat as well. So, to click on that and sign up. We'll Wait, get us. There's, there's a fucking thirty k. Now, 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 when I'm seeing the prices, the 5K is £26.50, the 10K is £28.50, and the 30K is £30.50. Now, my stupid brain, for a fraction of a second, said, wait, it's better value if you go for the 30K. It's only £2, and you get another 20K out of it. And then my real brain said, that's 20 fucking K you've got to run. Yes. 30. I'm, going, I'm, going for, I'm going for the 10K. Go for 10k, good. Uh, this is good, and this is why I'm so keen on my new lady friend. Uh, she, she oh, well, got, Bella, yeah, Bella, yeah. So she's she's like she, she's got pictures of her and her, she's actually in a team, they do these things, a team, uh, uh, having a Jägermeister before they set off, uh, on, on, uh, on the last time they did it. That's their that's their thing, they have a Jägermeister before they go 
Oh, good, Glenn. This is going to be epic. So finally, uh, Team Superdad, friends, family, members all around the world. Uh, if you're not in the UK, then it really will be a mega uh, thing to turn up to, particularly with the COVID restrictions. But uh, other than that, uh, come and join us. It'll be brilliant. If you do, I will, I will guarantee I will buy you your beer for the entire day. Yeah. So, uh, oh, funny story. James, my cousin from America, he came and did um, Tough Guy with us and uh, <laughs> damn nearly killed him. <laughs> he hadn't really prepped prep for it. He's quite a fit lad, but he went and bought a pair of trainers that would be suitable to just kill like after one day. And bizarrely, he bought a pair of leather trainers, which, of course, as soon as they got wet, were like two brief leather, leather trainers. Do they, I mean, do they still make those? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Not a pair of mong shoes. I mean, just, you know, a pair of, they were trainers, but they were leather, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I'll tell you, what, what else have we got here? Um, what, well, uh, in terms of bad oh, trainers? I, got, I made a list. I made a list. We got our running order. Got our running order. I, because it was exciting. But I didn't realise we were going to get, because the reason we were going to challenge you to, to get fit, we've got, um, uh, loads happening over in the Hero Academy, which is the uh, the paid program part of Team Superdad. Um, Can I just just interrupt? I'm I'm on the screen to 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 sign up to this fucking 10k. Team Superdad, does it have a team on this run that we could do? Um, as of now, yes, because you're doing it, Paul's doing it, Athos is doing it. So yeah, we do. Actually, is, is there a team I can join, or do I have to create it? I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll ask them. I don't, when I booked it on, I don't think that was there. Anyway, this is not, this is good chat for you and me, Glenn, but it's not good clap chat for our, uh, ah, our ah. <laughs> this is like <laughs> doing a painting, uh, an interview with a painter on a radio show. This is not, 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 uh, not good. Uh, I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you what's got my goat this week. Um, <laughs> I don't even think, I was going to talk about the media and what a, what a shit house it was, but I don't even think I'm that bothered with that anymore. Um, we'll do that another week. We'll do that another week. Oh, uh, I'll tell another, you. Go on. Say, another week, which is coming up ahead of us, which doesn't have Star Wars Day in it. Is that what you're saying? Because you don't want to be spending time on Star Wars Day doing other things. May the 4th next week. Exactly. And so this is a bank holiday weekend. This is a an opportunity that is, that you don't often get to be able to say, you know what, I'm just going to dedicate three days of my bank holiday weekend to the greatest TV or cinema experience in history. And I will, I will die upon that hill. So that might just be a way of filling these three long and lonely days. By watching every uh, Star Wars movie in, uh, in one go. Yeah, yeah, but but when you're watching them, there is a very clear order. I don't know how much I've not actually explored. How much of a geek are you, Johnny? I'm. I have geek tendencies and geek leanings without mm. actually being a geek. So, for example, I uh, have quite a lot of love for Star Trek, uh, particularly Next Generation. But I have recently been watching um, Discovery with the with the black woman who's absolute badass. So, uh, so we can say you're geek curious. For some reason, I'm, I'm, I'm geek curious. Oh yeah, the, the Borg, the Borg in the Next Generation, the Borg. Yeah, yeah. Um, and being assimilated, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I'm a bit geeky. Because I am, 
I am, I mean, full on ridiculously geeky. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to believe when you look as handsome as I do and you're as cool and as stylish and as charismatic and as sporty and and all that sort of stuff. You, You just think you can't be the complete package, but yes, yes, I am. But at some point you meant to interrupt me because this is all bullshit. I tried to set you up this week. You what, sorry? I tried to set you up this week. Uh, and they did, and they Googled me and said, what? No, no, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. A friend of mine uh, messaged me on Facebook and said, are you single asking for a friend? <coughs> and I said, well, strangely enough, thanks for asking flipping any time in the last five years. <laughs> 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 but as it happens, now you have asked recently, no. And then she said, uh, have you got any, any, uh, any, uh, any, any suitable mates? And I said, yeah, Glenn, my, my co-host. And then she said, does he vote Labour? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a hell of an opener. I know. I said, I've got to be honest, as a bloke who was recently looking to date, if one of your first questions was, who do I vote? I might put that as a red flag. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> But then maybe not, maybe not. But the thing is, I'm, I mean, we're, we're, I'll park the sci-fi shit at the moment. I'm a rainbow voter. I, I will I will try and vote for which, whichever politician best meets my needs, depending on what level of, of conversation we're having. So I have genuinely voted for almost, purple aside, almost every spectrum of the rainbow because – I'm one of those weird people who actually reads policies, who actually reads manifestos and actually um, tries to understand which of the politicians that are standing for election at this level that I'm, they're talking about best meets my ideal of what they should be doing. And everybody should do that, Glenn. Like, full, full. Yeah, they're not going to do that, though, are they? They're not going to do it, no. But I, sure, here's the thing. This is, where, this is where you and I overlap just. Uh, I, think, I think about doing that and go and read some kind of summary, but never read the full Monty. Right, okay. And I might read two out of three, and then be like, oh, well. I've generally yeah. voted uh, Conservative and Liberal. I did vote Labour when I was at uni, because it was Tony Blair time, plus I was a student, so why wouldn't you if you're a student? Uh, and have I ever voted? I've never voted Green, I don't think. Um but anyway, yeah, it's probably me. Yeah, yeah I've I mean, my first ever vote. Um, I did the standard stupid eighteen-year-old thing and voted for the person with the best name. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I voted. I voted for William. Oh, what was his full name? William Edward Pontescu Smythe. Uh, something something the third. N- brackets known to his friends as Bill. Um, that that sold it to me, and he was monster raving loony part. Oh, he was right. I thought you might be living in Putney or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I voted for more. And but um, I used to be a local politician, so I've got an idea of what what locally goes on, uh, and and nationally as well. I've got very now as I get older, I'm getting a bit more narrow in my 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 bands, but they're all centre line. I, I want people who are going to do the right thing, regardless of what their party says, whether they are. I, I, I refuse to to vote for the extreme left. I, ex- I refuse to vote for the extreme right. The closer to the centre you are, the better it is. That's where the action is. Yeah. So is she a lingerie model who votes Lib Dem? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Do you know, that'd be really good. I could go back to them and say, well, he has voted Labour in the past. Um, 
does she wear? <laughs> Just going for a really specific question. As, uh, as what's her thoughts on crotchless knickers? <laughs> <laughs> How many women actually own crotchless knickers? I, I wonder. I do wonder. Not enough. <laughs> That's just, that's the present that you, uh, how many men have bought that present and it's gone woefully bad? Like oh, Almost, I'd say 98% of men who have bought that present, they did not check with their spouse that the, their spouse wanted that present. <laughs> oh, I would love to know that. The, men, again, men are shit at buying lingerie. I've got to say, we, we're really, really bad at it. Not only do most men not know how women's dress sizes and bra sizes and the whole shebang works, but we don't actually check what they want to wear. And so you can't buy something for someone and expect them to dress up and act in a certain way if that's not what they want to do. Yeah, you got to have that conversation first. Yeah. Sex Tips 101, guys. Uh, if you're going to buy your missus some crotchless knickers, um, uh, <laughs> have the conversation first. Talking about missus, you're all good with yours, your, uh, your, your relationship with Barbara. Yeah. Me and Sue are trucking on very nicely. Uh, uh, she's just flipping epic. I mean, I, I don't want to curse it or something by, by, by saying it, but... Does she know about the podcast? She, oh, <laughs> the funny thing is, right, she does. And uh, I don't believe she listens. Um, but obviously we've talked about in the past how it seems that my ex does listen. So, uh, <laughs> well, hello, if you, hello to my ex if you're listening. Good to have you with us. And, it, and on the flip side, hello to Shaniqua. I really look forward to meeting you at some point soon. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We're, we're, we're building bridges through through the wrap-up. Um, but no, it's funny because I've, I've, I write things for the, for the hero Academy and different training videos and stuff. So I write stuff about relationships and it's, listen, people could say, who the fuck are you to write stuff about relationships? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Failed marriage and, uh, and codependent, no codependency issues previously and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, thankfully I bring other experts in. Uh, we have a live training on Tuesday with Matt Albages, who is a relationship coach. Relationship coach. What if you're not in a relationship? Uh, well, we're going to get on. We'll have some different topics, Glenn. So we we uh, well. To be fair, back back pedaling, back filling, getting some relationship skills ready to have that relationship. But then there's me writing stuff about saying about communication, being clear about your what you want from the relationship in yourself, so you can tell the other person that uh, um, values, um, getting complete, like saying to someone, you know, is there anything I did this week that really did your head in? Uh, is there anything I did this week that you'd like me to do more of? Like a Friday night check in? Yeah, I wouldn't do it on a Friday night, but you know. Well, yeah. When else are you going to do it? I mean, no one wants to do it on a Wednesday. Wednesdays suck balls. I know, but that's, it's like a safe zone. So Thursday night, good for date night, unless you're going to do a date night at the weekend. Uh, you, it's only, it should only be half an hour. You're not allowed to, it's, it's not a conversation. You just get to say that to the person. It's like gratitude, get complete on things, uh, requests and, and tell them you love them. Boom. That, that sounds so lovely. That sounds so, so nice. Fresh start, fresh late every week. But uh, uh, fresh start every week. On a Wednesday. But how can I say that and then not do it myself? So I've had to bring this up with uh, with Cassandra 
and uh and how's she and, taking it well it's quite good because she's a pt and she's she's into you know she's she's coaching people and and stuff so she's actually open to these things rather than looking at me going are you flipping mental are you some who do you think you are like you're not flipping psychologist guru you're not you're like fuck off <laughs> My brother and his wife, I can imagine the idea of them. Oh, in fact, he's told me before the idea of me and, and, and uh, sitting down and having a, a conversation, like having, having like a personal, <laughs> personal goals and development kind of completion conversation is like, no, not happening. I but, guess it's one of those things you either get in from the start or it becomes really challenging to get in there at all. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, they've been together 24 years so i think they do it, it will without, never last it will never last they do it without realizing they're doing it um and then you've got other people who say i haven't what do you mean i can't cook well i thought you were married 18 i thought when she, when she had an affair but i thought you were married 18 years when you said you couldn't understand why she left no i don't know i, I fucking hate mm. cooking Shit, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, so, but you and shanara are getting it like stuck in from the start She's awesome. I'm massively, I'm massively into her. Yeah. And, and, but she's, she's okay to kind of do these, these, these Sarah. So I, I work in tech and we have what calls ceremonies, you know, the, 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 the kind of startup phases and various different check-ins and uh, um, daily standups and all those sort of things. We're, they're, they're, they're part of the ceremony cadence. Yeah. And so you've got a relationship cadence going on. Oh, good. You should you should have said that a bit posher <laughs> or a bit more hipster. Could you? Well, I guess with your beard and stuff, that was kind of hipster. Yeah. Well, Glenn, the relationship cadence. Uh, we're at uh, at uh, DefCon four on our relationship. Cadence. <laughs> uh, I don't know what DefCon is good and which DefCon is bad. <laughs> I, I, I'm never going to know. This is why I don't. I'm not a spy. I don't know. Like we're at DefCon four. It's like yeah, that's fine, mate. That's no worries at all. You watched, Matt, you know, Matthew. Matthew, what's his name? And uh, game, uh, what's the movie called? You're not narrowing it down here. Oh, come on. But they play Born, Born Identity. Oh, Tic-tac-toe. No. Um, uh, uh, oh, games. Some Patriot, not Patriot games. Oh, fuck. Yeah, where we're, we're the, the computer's doing tic-tac-toe and they, they play, can't win. Do you want to play thermonuclear war? Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. And then flipping Russia and America at... We're at DEFCON 3. We don't even know what's going on. Oh, what's it? Is it War Games. War, War Games. Games. There we go. It's a great movie. If you've not seen it because you're too young and, you know, you grew up with the internet, you've missed out. War Games is a fantastic, fantastic movie. Do you know what to watch it as a double? Watch War Games and then watch Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater where he, where he does a pirate radio station. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure where the overlap is there, but I'll, no, I'll accept both it. Kind of, you know, they're both pushing the boundaries of, of, you know, social creaking, social fabric in society and stuff. And then after that, Strictly Ballroom. Strictly Ballroom, the movie. I, I tell you, what, I will fight anyone who says that Strictly Ballroom is not one of the greatest movies of all time. It is stunning. Absolutely amazing. The three, the three movie co- uh, combo. Uh, which brings us neatly back round to Glenn. What is the order that one should watch the Star Wars movie in when doing a Star Wars marathon? Because if, I think we'll cut that off. If 
anybody says it's chronological, I will punch them in the face. And chronological only works in terms of order of filming. It is four, five, six, absolutely the original trilogy, then followed by uh, Rogue One, because that is the next best movie out there, then seven, eight, nine, then Han Solo, and then only if you have to, one, two, and three. Yeah, but you're saying that as a 40-something gentleman. If you're introducing your kids to it, how can no, you that one? You have, you, have, you have to have four, five, and six first, because if you have one, two, and three, you know that Anakin turns into Darth Vader. And that rev- that removes the entire oh, oh. that re- the entire yeah, yeah. no I am your father yes moment. and you need that that is one of the and not just me saying this that is in cinema one of the greatest reveals in cinematic history and you re- you lose that if you watch it in one two three four five six order of course so it's, yeah one four five six it's a, a start. huge it knocks a huge hole out of everything that is star wars it does it really does and yes there's other stuff that goes on the the clone wars series and the rebels series which is absolutely superb and mandalorian which my god is one of the 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 best standalone series of all time it's superb but in terms of just the movie canon four five six has to be no matter where you go after that four five six is the first movies you have to do because otherwise you are killing happiness for your children do you, you hate your children? You, I'm, you, with you. You, I'm with you. you. No, I love my children. Uh, we have watched them all already, and I'm pretty certain we watched four, five, and six first. I'm pretty certain we did. You have to. That's, well, that's, that's, that's the science. Otherwise, I'm going to come around and uh, find a lightsaber and, and kill kill people. So, Glenn, as we get to the top of the hour, um, just to let people know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get together and and, and have a bit of a, a, a planning session for the wrap up. Uh, uh, which is going to be kind of kind of fun. We're going to work on some ways of of uh, a bit like we did with the hot in the nineties things that carry on on a, on a regular basis. Uh, also, storylines, so to speak, of uh, of you and I up to stuff uh, in a in a team super dad esque way. Um, part of that is is relationship stuff. Part of it is our kids stuff. Part of it is business and success, which are all things that we we pretty much cover and. Uh, you know, for anyone who's listened for an hour, then good to good to stay tuned in. Thanks for thanks. We for love that. you. We love you. But um, Glenn and I have both been married, both been divorced, both got kids, um, got experiences of all those things, which which uh, some of obviously you'd, you'd hope to avoid in the future. Um, but other bits with with the passing of time, you get to appreciate them for what they really were. Which for me was it's flipping awesome getting married. Mm-hmm brilliant the kids making the kids was fun there was so much good stuff in there um and now i can see that as a chapter and and, and moving on and so um yeah whether you're in a relationship whether you're out of the relationship whatever stage you're at i want you want you to know that this podcast the serious one we do in the week and everything that, that team super dad is about um you're you're in a good place you're you're in a place to, to have some fun and to to take take ground i like to keep saying take ground and partly it's about being a man and kind of being who we are because we dad's intrinsically a men and we want to celebrate that and help grow that and kind of make, make the most of what it means to be a modern man. Um, but it is about being a dad as well. And that's a, that's its own little niche in there. The one thing that combines us all is at some point we created kids and 
because of that, because we're not just the people who have, we're not fathers, we're dads. Dads are different. Dads are people who care about their kids. Dads are people who want to make their kids' lives better. And part of that involves sorting themselves out, making sure they're happy, making sure they're thriving and making sure they are the role models for the kids. Not just talking about the boys, the girls as well. We want to be positive, happy, productive people. And we want to inspire our kids. And that's what Team Super Dad's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I saw someone asked a question on the group this uh, week about being a role model. Like, what does a role model mean? It was one of the other dad's groups. And uh, that's that's a powerful question. When uh, which you just did a, did a, did a great job of of of, of, of teeing up basically, um, so yeah we we uh, we didn't on our running order today we had a, we had a thing about modern men and alpha males which will bump that through to through to next week. We also were going to have a bit of fun with uh, <laughs> with some nineties adverts, which I did actually tee three of them up, uh, three of them up for us. But uh, yeah, let's 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 end with that, Glenn. Okay, uh, so let's see. It's, a, it's quite an easy one, but it is a, is, is a classic. Let's see if you can. I oh, know it's so, going to it's going to have the name of the advert on there because it's on YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, but this this is only for live live viewers. You get to play oh, along with me. But we're talking about podcast people. So what you're going to do is you're going to play the advert, yeah. and then I'm going to have to work out who it is. So I'm going to look away because otherwise it defeats the entire purpose. So okay. I'm going to I'm going to turn so you can now see how what the back of my head looks like. Yeah. And then but will the audio from it come through? I th- I, who knows? We're just going to play it anyway, basically. Right. Is there audio? I'm not seeing, I'm not hearing anything so far. All I'm hearing is your kids in the background. So you can't hear it. I've just paused. Wait, 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 no. Oh, Yes. Was that was that Tango? Oh yes, we could be in for a quick ascent of Tango. Oh, Tango, a Tango, that's the uh, the orange Tango man. It totally is. Yes, Oh, schools in our age. They used to, they literally banned the act of running up to someone and slapping both their cheeks at the same time. I've done it to my kids. I said, you've been tangoed and they don't know what I'm talking about. And it made me realize that there's 30 years ago. Yes. Tangoing someone is a thing. Classic. So uh, didn't really do it justice there because we hadn't worked out how to make sure the sound was coming through. uh, (laughs) Next week. I can just about hear it through your microphone. So, uh, yeah, yeah, if we we can do it so everyone can stream along and play along and you'll get it before I do, I reckon. Yeah, the advert game. Me and my brother used to play it. It's an advert game. I don't even watch adverts anymore. It's it's, it's crazy. So thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been great to have you on board. You know, the wrap-up, it's put it in your ears wherever you are, in the car, in the garden, doing the washing up, uh, go off the way to a meeting, um, hiding in the staff toilets pretending to work <laughs> <laughs> listening to the wrap up uh it's been great to, to have you ha- have an absolutely at the risk of time stamping this have an absolutely epic bank holiday uh we didn't talk about the duathlon we didn't talk about the what you do why are bank holiday weekends such piss-ups in the uk <sighs> 
we didn't talk about the fucking media and clickbait. Uh, we did so much. So I didn't even mention I've been to the office. I've seen real people this week. Yeah. So many things we could talk about. But um, I want an update on on the on the how many dogs actually turned up at the office this week. I do want to find. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, just, just whatever you do, just sign up to this bloody what is it the 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 ten k thingy, the mud mud yeah. thingy, dirty rotten scramblers. It's in it's in Hull Park in Kent. If you're anywhere near us, uh, uh, Team Superdad listeners in the UK, then get signed up. I do actually know that there are not many places left, so so get cracking on that. We have a we actually have a club on Strava. So come and join the, the Team Superdad club on Strava. Sign up for the Dirty Rotten Scramblers. Um, we will have uh, Jägermeisters um, and um, my, we get some team, uh, team onesies or something. <laughs> what, <are they>? <laughs> <laughs> what did, what did, uh, what's that? Mankini. We'll get, oh, uh, oh if you turn up in a Mankini, I'm, I'm not even sure. I'll, I, I mean, I'll run faster if you're behind me. That's all I'm saying. Always, there's always one in there, someone in Mankini. It's hard to screen print a Mankini, though. There's only really one place. Again, <laughs> <laughs> good chatting to you, buddy. We'll see you next As week. As always. See ya. Yeah. Team Superdad out. Let's get that funky video going. Catch you later, guys. This has been Team Superdad. Find us at teamsuperdad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.